0: Welcome to the season finale of the Pro Gamers Guide Podcast. My name is Brian Saviano. I go by Bricks O'Brien here and across the internet. As always, this program was brought to you by the wonderful supporters of Pro Gamers Guide to Healthy Habits on Kickstarter, of which, without your support, none of this would have happened. So thank you once again for all your support all along the way. And as we close out on season one of the show, we're definitely ending on a high note. Our guest today has some of the highest levels of energy I've ever seen on any live stream or reaction video ever. And quite frankly, she makes me look like a stick in the mud. Between sharing her love of Mario and Sonic with her community on Twitch and across the internet, I'm happy to bring on content creator Jess Adele as the final guest for season one of the Pro Gamers Guide podcast. Just Jess, as indicated by the many S's in your name, Uh, you are a family-friendly content creator across all the platforms of the internet, especially on Twitch, and probably the number one Sonic fan across all the multiverses. Uh, How are you?
1: Oh my god. (laughs) Do I deserve that title? I don't know. Um, I'm good though. How are you?
0: I'm great. Uh, You do because uh, whenever I've gone into anybody else's content on any platform, like Sonic has always been this ugh or pain point or whatever because of the inconsistency with the franchise and like your excitement just beams off of the web page as I'm watching you <laughs> talk about whatever Sonic thing pops up. So nice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I- I'd say you'd earn it, but that that's just a, a short summary for me. So for someone who may not know who you are or what you do, what is the uh, the elevator pitch for Just Jess?
1: I mean, I would say I just love Nintendo and Sonic. He's also a little exception that's adopted into the family. Love everything Super Mario. I'm a big fan of platformers in general, but yeah, just live in the Nintendo Sonic life we keep it positive. It's all about the hype and the love, but I'm always honest. So I'm not just like giving you false hype. That is not the vibe. It is just I happen to be a positive person. But nah, if something is iffy, I will talk about it. I'll call it out.
0: Yeah, that transparency is, is super important. And that's something I feel like that can happen a lot. They come off that overly positive way, and there's a difference between forcing it and then being genuinely positive about a topic. So when I'm watching what you do on Twitch, I, I get the feeling that it is authentic and genuine. You convey that accurately. It is very different from the the cynicism I have from dealing with the bozos in my Discord and Twitch chat. So it's it's a good refreshing pace to go into your stream when i raid out into you as you're playing mario kart
1: you are too kind seriously thank you so much man
0: yeah of course so uh you've
1: been making content on
0: twitch youtube and across the internet for for how long i feel like i
1: opened my youtube channel about 10 years ago oh my goodness i know isn't that actually insane that's so long like what the heck
0: people like us who've been doing this for over 10 years would be considered like Old, withered, and gray in internet years.
1: I guess. I mean, you know, I I was just doing it for fun when I started, so it wasn't like, I'm a YouTuber. I was just like, I want to record the funny things that happen to me when I play games. That's literally why I started my channel. Like, every time I'd play any games with friends, funny things would always happen. Just weird stuff would happen. Like, we'd break the game, weird glitches, or just funny inside jokes and things, and I wanted to capture the moment they were born. Because, like, I grew up playing games with everybody. We'd make a lot of references to moments that would happen. Like, something as dumb and simple as, like, let's say you're playing Mario Party and you're picking your character and they're like, good choice! Like, just, (laughs) like, it's so (laughs) dumb. We're such kids. But, like, I always thought that sort of thing is so funny. And then, like, in a regular, everyday conversation, you just bust out the good choice and, like... So from the moment that it happens and you're like, that stands out as that's kind of funny and weird. Like, you know, I just wanted to capture those moments. So that's really how it started. Did not think anything of it.
0: Well, that's I feel like the exact reason why so many people start in the first place. It comes from a place of not wanting to you know cash in on billion dollar deals and become famous or notable or whatever. It comes from that place of let me share these moments with with people and see what people think. You are a living example of that. And what I encourage to anybody who wants to start making videos or live streams or podcasts or anything, that that passion for wanting to do it is going to outshine your desire for fame and clout and all this stuff that I feel I can get in the way, especially with social media. So that's you've set a good example for the next generation of creators
1: i mean that's like the best advice you could give anybody like if you just love video games just whatever type of content you are making make it because you love it and it's fun like you can't expect that something's gonna happen like you're gonna grow really big or whatever but if your heart's in the right place you never know it can happen so just have fun like for me it was just a hobby so just do that
0: and you've done experiences that go outside of like the twitch and youtube realm where that that fandom has kind of transformed into opportunities as a as a professional who's done this for a long time i know for example you've been to super nintendo world recently which is (laughs) super exciting and i am incredibly jealous of but we're not gonna go there Uh. we're not gonna go there (laughs) and then you've also (laughs) been on the what the blue carpet for the sonic to oh,
1: premiere? Yeah. <laughs> it's so wild, dude. Like I literally have no idea how these things happened. I genuinely, like I'm, I'm still, like when you called me a professional, I'm like, what? Like <laughs> I, I don't feel like a professional. I just feel like a human in the world just doing things. And like somehow these things are happening and it's so cool, and I'm unbelievably honored and grateful. It's really mind blowing. But yes, I I I don't get it. But thank you. Shout out Sega and shout out Universal Studios slash Nintendo for inviting me to really cool things. My God.
0: I'll say what makes you a, a professional, because this is actually something I haven't talked about with any other guests. And I, I kinda oh. I, I was the one who like knighted everyone as a professional in my head when I when I look toward other people. And it's because what, what makes a professional from a rookie, in my opinion, is the willingness to grow and adapt and work toward making the thing, whatever the thing is in the context, better. So, you know, mm. your, your live streams and the, the Just Just ex- experience is probably different from how it was back in 2012 or 2013, I assume, right?
1: I mean, I guess so. But, you know, you, you grow as a person, I don't know, I've just been doing it for so long. So I don't know, it's not even something I've really, really thought about. Yeah, I guess I have grown and adapted a bit. I mean, I did, like, as I mentioned before, I started on YouTube for many years now, I've had in the back of my mind, like, oh, I'd really love to try streaming. Only two, three years ago, I finally started consistently streaming on Twitch. And it was literally because the pandemic and the lockdown happened.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a great reason to start and you've clearly rallied a, a really awesome community around you that appreciates your family-friendly approach. So, you know, something yes. I've asked all the the creators I've had on the show, why keep it family-friendly in the first place when so many people on Twitch are playing Destiny 2 or a Call of Duty and swearing? Why why keep it PG?
1: Cuz I just am Like, just in my real life, I just don't swear. I just, I like that something can be for everyone. And I just, I I just am that way already. So, I I mean, even sometimes I'm like, man, does this hinder my growth? Is swearing and is doing all these different things. But like, I don't know. It's just, it just is who I am anyway at the end of the day. Every now and then people point out that they really appreciate that i am that's awesome like some people would be like yo my kids love your show or love your stream whatever and i feel comfortable letting them watch you because i know that you're family friendly and that just means the world to me like it's always shocking when i get those comments
0: yeah that's a that's what i have found in my experience as well and i know from working with like family friendly brands and whatnot that they are looking for a like someone that falls in line with what they do so i feel like you'd be a lot less likely to go to super nintendo world if you were cussing like a sailor during your your mario kart videos and whatnot maybe
1: i guess so yeah so it works out at the end of the day but uh it's i'm just following my heart and it really means the world to me when people point it out and feel comfortable in the community because they know it's like a PG place.
0: And it it means so much more since I've asked everybody on the show, like, why did you do this? And, you know, some people say it's because of fatherhood or because, Mm. uh, you know, it's like a a brand decision, like a conscious decision for them. But Mm -hmm. you're just, the whole process is you just following your heart, which is great.
1: (laughs) It's just great. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I just think I've, I've, always just felt like this little dork going around the world being way too excited and positive and pg and guess what i get to do it online now and people like me for it yay
0: so that that's an extra boat of confidence for anybody um listening or watching like what i've always told people when they're when they're out to make content is just be yourself and allow yourself to be yourself and you yes. are uh, an example of that, just letting the positivity shine through. And that's what what people have appreciated you for. When you're doing your content, you know, I, I, I watching your live streams, it's uh, you're talking about whatever Nintendo news happens or if you happen to get sent a box from Sega or Nintendo or whatnot. The, the thing that I wanted to hone in on for a second that gets a little dicey depending on how people are reading the room is the meme time. You do the meme time. And sometimes I feel like the people of the chat don't understand the vibe or how Mm. it can go potentially awry. So what is meme time and how do you go about handling it?
1: (laughs) I never thought anyone would ever ask me about meme time. Meme time is just time to look at memes. I post on Twitter saying, hey, I'm live tonight at this time. And people in the replies will put any memes that they want to show me slash the community. And first thing when I'm live, we look through those memes. You know, everything we do is family-friendly. So people know that if they want to share a meme, keep it family-friendly, keep it PG. But sometimes there'll be... Newer members, like people who just, just found us, that's usually how it goes. It's someone who just found us maybe doesn't get that and they just see like a lot of video game memes. So they're like, okay, here's whatever, this video. But then there's like a lot of swearing in it or it's like kind of inappropriate and weird. It happens every now and then. And it's, it's kind of awkward. I put a lot of trust in our community because we were really like a genuinely tight knit community. I say that we're a family, like I hate to be cheesy, but it really does feel that way. I love my community so much. I appreciate them so, so much. So yeah, we try our best. You know, we always let people know that we keep a PG and sometimes things slip through the cracks.
0: And that level of trust is super important, especially when you're family friendly and having the right people on and the right people to advocate for you and and your community. So that kudos to you on that. Now, what about the memes that are family friendly, but they're not funny? How do you deal with the cringe memes? Do you... Do you <laughs> Do you actually find them enjoyable or do you do you just kind of toss them to the side?
1: That's so funny. People ask me about that all the time. Like when I meet people in real life, they'll always ask like just some like a new friend. You know what I mean? Like anyone who's like, oh, you do this. Yeah, I saw that you do meantime. Like, what do you do when it's just not funny? And I, I don't laugh. I don't laugh. Like I said, we always keep it real. It's all about honesty. So sometimes it's not funny. And I'll just be like, I actually don't get it. And sometimes I'll ask for someone to explain it, which actually can make it funny. Uh, so yeah, like, you know, we keep it real.
0: I don't do meme time. Like I thought of, I'm like, would that work for me? And I, whenever people link something in the discord memes that I'm like, 99% of these aren't funny to me. So I feel like that's not gonna work well for me. So I'll, I'll just let that be. That's that's a just jest thing. You can <laughs> can have that. I'm not I'm not gonna even try it.
1: I mean, look, you, you don't have to laugh because even if it's not funny to you, it might be funny to someone in chat. So it's okay. Like I know it sometimes it feels very uncomfortable if there's a moment of silence or you're not keeping up the energy or whatever. But it's like people don't care because guess what? If you're just staring at the meme and you're trying to figure it out or you don't find it funny and there's like a little moment of silence someone out there who's watching does find it funny and that moment of silence is filled with laughter anyway cuz they're laughing so that's a good way to look at it there's always that
0: you maintain the the positive energy with the memes as much as possible but then that transcends into a lot of the reaction content that you've done which has been something i think you've been you've been known for within your circle and they are they're very like like the energy like my reaction videos are like me watching and then making a comment at the end but you are like losing your mind over game boy Advance (laughs) games and i'm like i wish i had that energy to like get excited about tetris but what what is your (laughs) like favorite reaction to a thing that that's happened in the past couple years the mario movie or something switch related
1: yo tetris rocks dude how can you not get excited (laughs) about tetris come on (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would say my life revolves around the Mario movie currently. Like, I pretty much have trouble thinking or remembering that anything else exists. But you did remind me that the Game Boy reveals happened recently, so that was very exciting. I really wasn't expecting that. I just I just know that I'm so pumped about the Mario movie. It looks seriously incredible. I am going to be sobbing like a baby in the theater. I already feel bad for whoever's sitting next to me.
0: I wholeheartedly agree. The way I am with like hype and excitement, I don't think about the thing until it's right about to happen. Before my eyes, because otherwise I'm gonna be up till like three in the morning thinking about how excited I am. Yeah, I'm lose sleep. that's a whole, <laughs> it's a whole thing. So yeah, me
1: too. Like people ask, like, "Hey, what are you excited about? What's next?" Da, da da. And I'm like, "Bro, I'm just here right now. I don't know." Like I try not to think about stuff too much because I just want to stay as present as possible. Because then I get like nervous, excited. Like it cha- it messes with my energy. Because I'm like, oh my God, this many days. Like, no, 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 no. It'll happen when it happens. Chill out. Let's enjoy what we're doing right now.
0: Did did that feeling of anticipation happen upon uh, knowing you were going to Super Nintendo World?
1: I, I didn't know up until like a few days before that I was even going, which is so crazy because let's say a month or two before, I was like, oh man, like Super Nintendo World's opening soon. I wish so bad I could go for like the opening day. How awesome would that be? But then I'm thinking... Maybe I'm going to go to E3 this year. So I can't go for the opening. Also, it's going to be really crazy and busy. All of a sudden, it was like a couple weeks before Universal reached out and was like, hey, want to come the day before it opens? I was like, "What?" Bro, I got that email and I just sobbed in my chair. Uh, I was, like, right before a stream, too. And I was like, I don't know if this is a secret or NDA or what yet. Because, like, I kind of poked at the email. So that's, that's how I found out. I was not ready to go. But it's funny because I had it in my calendar, like, opening day. I was at Nintendo World and the alarm of, like, it's opening tomorrow pops up on my phone. I'm like, man, life is crazy sometimes. I'm just so beyond grateful for the weird stuff i get to do sometimes it's really really cool
0: you don't get to be able to go to super nintendo world early by like by accident you've clearly like worked toward it and and had a, a really good repertoire with either universal or nintendo or whatever and it, it's worked out really nicely so i am looking forward to going hopefully yes. sooner than i thought
1: but we'll see you definitely need to go. Mario was literally the first game I ever played in my life. I was four years old and played Super Mario Bros. on the NES and it changed my life forever. And it's so wild to think that I played that game when I was four and now it's so many years later and I'm standing in front of a physical world.
0: Mario being part of your entire life from especially the very beginning is makes it even more interesting that you are such a big Sonic fan And one of the only, like, big Sonic fans I I personally know, or at least know of on the internet, so... What is the, the gravitation toward the Sonic franchise in general as opposed to the typical general public who's more Mario and uh, Legend of Zelda? What makes Sonic special to you?
1: I mean, have you ever played the Sonic games on the Sega Genesis?
0: You know, <laughs> I haven't actually, so maybe that's
1: That part explains of the everything. There it is. That's it. Like, bro, all you have to do is play Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and you'll just understand. The character himself is his own thing. Like, just the aesthetic, the literal design of this blue spiky dude with red shoes and the attitude, like, it gets you. My first Sonic game was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And also, I was like probably five the first time I played a Sonic game. And I just thought it was sick. The music, the level design, like, literally going from Emerald Hill Zone into Chemical Plants into Casino Night Zone. Oh! And it, yeah, a lot of it is the music too. It's just everything comes together. Oh man, dude, you got to play Sonic 2 now. I can't believe you've never played a Sonic game or especially Sonic 2.
0: Well, you know, I've played Mania. I've played Sonic Adventure 2, um, uh, Sonic uh, Origins, I think. Like, I've played Sonic games, but my mind works in in 3D as opposed to 2D. So even 2D Mario games, I'm just like the physics of the jumping or, or something. I just, I work better in 3D. So I haven't even played Sonic. I haven't played Sonic Forces or, or what's the new, what's the new Sonic game that came out? We don't
1: on. talk about Sonic Forces.
0: Oh yeah. You know, there's some people that want me to play it really badly. And I'm like, listen, I'm not getting to this Oof. anytime soon.
1: No, don't recommend. For 3D Sonic games, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Frontiers. Bless, bless Sega for that game. Thank you for finally bringing Sonic in 3D back. Well, I was actually, I was going to ask
0: you, because I haven't played Sonic Frontiers yet and it got, you know, um, mixed, I guess, reviews across everything because of a realistic art style for the environment and the robots are very weird and it's, I don't know. So did that end up turning out good? And especially from your perspective as as a Sonic fan?
1: I can understand how it can be jarring if you have a certain expectation, but I'm like a super open-minded person. So I'm not like, this has to be a certain way because blah, 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 Like they're sucked into a dimension or a world where things are just different. It, it makes sense that it's not Green Hill Zone and it's something a little doomier and gloomier. It's got a different energy, different vibe. And you feel that. Like I find when you play the game, it's like, hey, there's our characters that we know and love. Oh, they're like sucked into this thing and they're somewhere else and they don't know where they are. And like you feel the mystery Sonic feels and plays right in the open world areas. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And then as soon as you get into uh, 2D sections, 2D stages, it felt like, man, what what are you using? <laughs> not loving whatever engine this is running on. I think it might've been the same as Sonic Forces, which is a true shame because the gravity just isn't right in Sonic Forces. So I did not enjoy that part.
0: So would you say that is your favorite Sonic game of all time or where, where no. does that rank? <laughs>
1: It's, like, really up there, uh, which is incredible after so many years of a lot of misses, uh, a lot of struggling for Sonic.
0: That's a a nice way to put it.
1: Uh, You know, we keep it positive. (laughs) Right,
0: of course, of course. Uh,
1: But, yeah, like, I would say uh, Sonic 2, 3, and Knuckles, those are the top tier forever in my eyes. I got a huge soft spot for Sonic Adventure 2. Love! I know... It has its issues, but truly, I would say that's still the best purely 3D Sonic game.
0: You must have been uh, super relieved considering how Sonic has unfolded over the past couple years and what what Sega has been able to do, that the movies were such a slam dunk across the board and done with so much care. I couldn't imagine your reaction to those.
1: Uh, Really, when the movies started coming out, it was a beam of light and hope (laughs) finally shining upon the Sonic community. (laughs) It really was, because like they cared. These people who made the movies really cared. They did an incredible job. Just having little bits of the soundtrack. We definitely wanted more, like give us more Sonic soundtracks into the movie world. And they're definitely like making their way into it, but they're doing the characters such justice. Like the first movie was like a beautiful, segue like this little transition into like okay look it's a movie but also ooh a little bit of sonic references he 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 but the second one was practically a love letter that that was the turning point of there's hope for sonic now and then frontiers came out and it was like yes and i had my fingers crossed so hard i'm like please don't mess this up please we're on a roll right now please 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 and yeah I loved it. I really enjoyed it.
0: Okay, so with Detective Pikachu, it really set like a standard for this is how a video game movie should go. It can't just be a studio getting the license for it and making a whatever movie. It has to involve either the people that originally made the game or like the amount of love, care, and consideration to make it something more and really kicks Nintendo's butt into high gear when teaming up with Illumination for the Mario movie. And now everything about it has been, oh my goodness, this is a perfect Mario movie in every capacity ever. Like, all the references and the new things they're bringing in, the old things, and it's just like, it meshes all seamlessly together. So it is a wonderful time to be a video game movie fan.
1: Yes, it really is, man. Oh, it's just so nice to see after all these years. So now they get it, and we're starting to get really good content. And yes, thank you to Detective Pikachu for getting us on the right path. I wouldn't say that movie was perfect, but it was solid. And uh, yeah, it's just been going up from there.
0: I like to ask everybody who is on the show a couple of uh, basic questions, because they're, they're always questions that people ask me. So you kind of alluded to it earlier with Sonic 2 or 3, but what what is your favorite video game of all time?
1: Oh, man. Don't do this to me. Huh? I don't know why. I feel like it's so easy for everyone to be like, this is my favorite game. And I'm like, how do you do that? It I feel like it's almost based off my mood. Sometimes I just get more excited about certain things. I don't know. I would say my general go-to answer is probably Super Mario Bros. 3. Wow, okay. It is... Wow. Wait, what was that reaction? Hold on.
0: Well, because, you know, you're you're all big on Sonic, and you played Sonic as a kid, and then... I don't know. Well, like I played you,
1: both. I played both. We well, that,
0: that's both. fair. And then you, But then you like the 3D stuff a lot, right? So I, I would have thought Sonic Adventure 2 or, or 1, mm. but then mm. you'd you caught me completely off guard here with Mario Brothers wow. 3.
1: I'm telling you, I'm a big Mario person. I really am.
0: Well, that that's <laughs> solidified. So it's, it's Super Mario Brothers 3. I know you're a very positive person. You like keeping it wholesome. But I ask everybody Uh-oh. these questions, okay? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What is your least favorite game of all time?
1: Uh, I I don't know. Like, I can't think of that off the top of my head, probably. Give me some examples. What do you not like? What's your worst game or least favorite game?
0: So one of the games I I definitely do not want to play for a variety of reasons. I will watch the show version of this, even though it's not family friendly, is like The Last of Us Part 2 because that came out at the peak of like the lockdown and it's a super depressing game Um, and already during a time where everybody's already very down about them say hey let me let me watch this and play this story about this these awful things happening to people all the time i'm like ah you know i'll 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 pass (laughs) on it so so that would be that'd be one for me
1: but so if it if you happen to not play it during a devastatingly difficult time in our human existence, would you maybe have enjoyed it more? Uh,
0: my my life is a devastating result oh. of, of things unfolding at any given time. So,
1: you poor thing. Yeah,
0: that's, <laughs> that's why I play Mario and Pokemon. It's like, I got enough sad you know. things in my life. <laughs> I'll just focus on the happy things with a, a plumber jumping and another yeah. plumber hunting ghosts and call it a day. I've been fairly, I guess, dissatisfied with pokemon i'd say recently only because i'm at a i'm at an age now where i've witnessed in my lifetime all 1000 pokemon and it seems like they're just releasing a big game for the sake of it and i'm i personally am having a a less emotional attachment to here's you know six new characters they introduced to the story and then you know they're going to be forgotten about by the time the dlc comes out and then you know whatever so I'm finding it hard to relate in that regard to Pokemon, but Piplup is still my favorite Pokemon of all time. I got a Lego version built of him in my background. So
1: Brian, it's not about the destination. It's
0: about the journey. Oh, you're one of those people. Okay. It's it's just (laughs) the journey, Brian. I mean, you're playing
1: a game. You're supposed to enjoy the game that you're playing. While you're playing it. So, I don't know, man. I think there's uh, something you need to work on there, maybe? I don't know. It's just the way that you described it. I'm just looking out. I
0: play the game because if I don't, then there's going to be five people in my chat that pester the heck out of me until I finally play Roblox or Cuphead or finish Skyward Sword. I've learned
1: something that you can do to help with that. Because you got to keep it real, dude. you got to do what makes your heart happy at the end of the day. So, if there's just five people bothering you that's not that many people so what you do in your twitch chat you make a command no we don't ban (laughs) (laughs) no maybe time out no just kidding um so what you can do is let's say people are bothering you about cuphead dlc or something so you make a command in your chat exclamation mark cuphead so if they see anybody be like hey brian why haven't you played the new cuphead immediately one of the homies are going to drop the exclamation mark cuphead and a message will pop up saying no brian has not played cuphead please stop asking thank you for your understanding whatever message you want it'll just explain it for you and you never have to say anything ever again oh You're welcome. but
0: but you think twitch chat reads twitch chat that's funny i appreciate that outlook and i, I definitely need a bit more uh, optimism in my approach it's always a work in progress so so thank you for uh shedding another light on that i know the, the people who are my fans watching or listening are like, yeah, we've been telling this to Brian for like five years. So, you know, and and as we uh, we close out here today, uh, I want to give you a chance to remind people who you are, uh, where to find your work across the Internet and uh, what they can look forward to watching in the near future.
1: My name, Jess oh no i just it was i made a silly reference to like my name jeff anyway for anyone oh, who gets it that's... shout out to you
0: oh i di- okay <laughs> that that's how i know i need more coffee okay
1: Nah, you're good you're good <laughs> anyway, uh i am just jess on youtube but i'm slash jess Adele, jess with three s's on everything i stream every single tuesday thursday and friday at 6 p.m eastern time on twitch so if you like nintendo stuff like just hang out with me Nintendo stuff everywhere all the time Twitter Instagram all the things so uh, you know if you want someone to get just pumped about anything Nintendo and Sonic the hype is here
0: so if you want the dose of cynicism you head to Bricks O'Brien on Twitch and then for the (laughs) wholesome family fun time for real you go over to uh Jess Adele over on Twitch I'm very happy that we could do this and yes me too you are actually the final guest on season one
1: of the show. Wow. What an honor, dude. Thank you so much for inviting me. We didn't necessarily
0: bring it up during the episode, but that was actually Jess's first time being on a podcast of any kind. So it means that much more that she took the time out of her very busy day to be on and talk about what it's like to be a family friendly content creator. You can find her content on Twitch and YouTube, so make sure you're following her across all those platforms and social media like Twitter and Instagram. And just like that, man, the final episode of the Pro Gamers Guide Podcast Season 1 is in the books. Now, will there be a Season 2? Well, I certainly hope so, but I don't necessarily know when. I want to leave the door open in case I get to know more family-friendly content creators in the not-too-distant future, so here's hoping I can rally enough people together for Season 2. If there's somebody that you want me to interview on this show, get into the hot seat and ask all those burning questions. Make sure you let me know by any means of the internet. I'm open to having any creator on that is a family-friendly content creator and wouldn't mind getting asked a couple questions over the course of about an hour. I can't thank you enough for all your support on these episodes of the podcast, on my book, and all the things that I do across the internet. Thank you so, so much, and stay tuned to even more new things from Pro Gamers Guide happening very, very soon. Go to ProGamer'sGuide.com for more information. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful day. Keep on meowing it out.